Hello and welcome to AMFSM Sports Medcast. Today's episode is part of an ongoing mini journal club series highlighting each of the top articles in sports and exercise medicine in 2021 as selected for this spring's annual meeting. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Schroeder, and I am joined today by Dr. Lee Mancini, Associate Professor in Family Medicine and Community Health at UMass Chan Medical Center. He's also Chief of the Division of Sports and Exercise Medicine and a Program Director of the Primary Care Sports and Exercise Medicine Fellowship Program. He serves as a co-chair of the Top Articles Subcommittee, the newest addition to the Education Committee. Lee, it is so great to have you back. Welcome out today. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Happy to be here again. So today, Lee, we're going to be highlighting one of the articles receiving an honorable mention. This one entitled, State Laws Governing School Physical Education in Relation to Attendance and Physical Activity Amongst Students in the USA. This is a systematic review and meta-analysis by On et al., published in the Journal of Sport and Health Science in May 2021. Now, before jumping into this particular paper, I wanted to ask you to summarize again why your committee decided to select five honorable mention articles. Yeah, great question, Jeremy. When we looked through the list last year, we reviewed 142 total articles. We then re-reviewed the top quartile, which was 35 articles to get to our final list of what we thought were the best 11 articles that were published in 2021. However, we felt there were some articles that, while they didn't make it in that top 11 by ranking, were important enough for different reasons to be discussed, addressed, and sort of put out to the rest of our membership that bore sort of a closer look or that were really important uh, within sports and exercise medicine last year in 2021. And this is one of those articles. I love that idea, especially looking at the special populations within the sport and exercise medicine community. Now, this article really delves into one of those hot topics with looking at youth physical activity and its correlations with physical education, which in and of itself is a hot topic amongst those, especially throughout the United States, along with the rest of the world. So what is it about this article that set it apart? So I I think you really hit the nail on the head. You know, state to state throughout our country, different states have different guidelines, mandates, and laws for what the requirements are for physical education. Um, My father actually, Victor Mancini, was the chairman of the Department of Health and Physical Education at Ithaca College for nearly 30 years. So this is a topic in particular that's near and dear to my heart. I believe right now there's only one state in the country out of the 50 states that mandates physical education from kindergarten all the way up through 12th grade. And where a lot of hot topics is in the area of sports specialization, where athletes are picking one sport at a younger, younger age, they're doing one sport and cutting out um, sort of sports sampling, or they're doing a sport just year round. There's also on the opposite end, right, the childhood and adolescent obesity epidemic, Um, So we're seeing kids either hyper-specialize or kids develop childhood obesity. And really this article speaks to how physical education ties in to physical activity levels across the 50 states. Awesome. So specifically, what are some of the clinical questions that this review analyzes? 
so Jeremy, this was a systematic review of the literature. They started out with 630 total articles. They did a PRIMSA review, which is the preferred reporting items, systematic reviews and meta-analysis to go through those 630 articles. They came out with 17 systematic studies of which five were meta-analysis. And those were the ones that they specifically then looked at. And they looked at within those five meta-analyses, the state laws mandating physical education. So for example, 75% of states have mandated basic requirements for school physical education classes. They looked at how many days a week states were mandating PE. And for example, only 15% of uh, states mandate elementary school PE three or more days a week. 9% of middle schools mandate PE three or more days a week, and only 6% of high schools um, are in the states are mandated three or more days per week. They then looked at the relationship between the physical education laws in the state and physical education attendance for both boys and, and girls. And then they looked at physical activity levels for boys and girls, children, adolescents in those states. And that's what they looked at to tie in to see what the results were worth linking physical education laws, physical education attendance, and physical activity. I think this is a very important thing to look at here. So what are, what are some of the big key findings from this review? So really, they, they came up with, with sort of three main key findings. They found that, number one, states with strong physical education laws had an additional 0.2 days per week of physical education. And that translated into almost you know, 34 minutes per week of additional physical education time, which then obviously would translate into additional physical activity time. Two, they found that there was a gender discrepancy in physical activity guidelines between boys and girls. 28% of boys met physical activity guidelines, whereas 20% of girls met those physical activity guidelines. But in states that had stricter physical education laws or more mandated amounts of physical education time, girls in particularly did a better job meeting the physical activity guidelines in those states. And so they found that physical education requirements had a higher physical activity outcome for girls instead of boys. So basically, if your state had more mandated physical education, stricter laws, you are more likely to meet physical activity guidelines. And also your females, your girls were doing more physical activity in particular. That's pretty interesting findings. What are your key takeaways in your practice and leadership as a sports and exercise medicine physician? Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of key takeaways. One is I think everyone talks about, you know, all the cutting edge technology within sports and exercise medicine. You know, obviously this is not a topic like PRP or orthobiologics or some of those innovative approaches, but this is really at the core of the obesity epidemic. This is a boots on the ground issue that as primary care sports and exercise medicine providers, for us to keep our primary care hats on and when we talk to athletes, adolescents, families, parents, you know, to realize that kids need to be getting out there, that we need to be supporting physical education and physical activity. I also think where as AMSSM members, especially with our policy 
committee and some of the things we do from a legislative standpoint to try to really push for more physical education funding, for more higher, uh, more stringent physical education requirements um, on a national level and state to state with our state legislatures. Because again, if we can get more participation in physical education, you know, more levels of engagement, you know, this can lead to more physical activity. And one other thing that this study found is that kids who are more physically active in high school and middle school were more likely than to go on to continue to be physically active later in life. I think that's a huge finding of getting people to be physically active. If we start them out at a young age to be physically active, it becomes a part of our natural lives. And hopefully that can propagate throughout the entire life cycle. I think it's a great summary. Thank you, Lee. My pleasure. I think I thought this was a you know just a really important article uh, for people to learn about. I would like to thank Dr. Lee Mancini from the AMSSM Top Articles Committee. Links to all of the articles can be found in our podcast show notes. I'd also like to thank you, the listener. I hope you found this time valuable. And if so, please like, subscribe, and leave a quality five-star review on your preferred listening platform. I hope you'll join us again soon for the next edition of the AMSSM Sports Medcast. The views expressed are theirs alone and do not represent the official policy or position of the AMSSM, the U.S. Army, Department of Defense, the U.S. government, or UMass Chan Medical Center.